0: Welcome to the Addiction Connection podcast, connecting the hope of the gospel with the heart of addiction. Today, I have a special guest from Mississippi, or even I'd prefer to say Mobile, Alabama, but he lives in Mississippi. He's going to church in Mobile. Of course, now I think he's in Mississippi. But anyway, from the deep, deep South, Yogi Taylor. Hi, Yogi. Welcome to the podcast. Well, thank you, Mark. Thank you, brother. Now, where are you? Are you in Mississippi?
1: We are. We we have uh, transplanted from the great state of Alabama and Mobile, Alabama, uh, here to Van Cleve, Van Mississippi.
0: And a lot of our listeners will be glad to know that you are a Roll Tide fan.
1: Oh, yeah. Roll Tide Roll. That's right. <laughs>
0: Yeah. <laughs> that that is uh I know we just we just split the waters right there. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we that that's something that's in everyday life for for Alabamians, you know, it's whether you're yeah. Auburn or Alabama or, you know, whatever. People don't maybe who don't live there don't understand that, but uh, you and I do. We've we both lived in that's Mobile right. and in Alabama. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I, um, I Yogi's been a friend, um, just a dear, dear, precious brother to me, and I asked him what his life verse was. I'm going to read it for us now. It's Acts 20, verse 24, and then I'm going to ask you, Yogi, just to kind of expound on this for us. But uh, it says, But I do not account my life of any value, nor as precious to myself, if only I may finish my course and the ministry that I received from the Lord Jesus to testify to the gospel of the grace of God. So tell us a little bit about why that particular verse in Acts 20, verse 24, uh, speaks to your heart so well.
1: Well, this particular verse, when I was uh, in college and you know, going through and studying, um, you know, taking the classes, and we took a class from John, and, uh, we, you know, we took several classes. At, I was going to University of Mobile at the time and had some great professors there. Um, they encouraged us to, to, you know, I think it was during our John uh, class um, as we were working through that book, he encouraged us to pick a, a, a verse of the Bible and to have that as our life verse. And, uh, and I happened to be going through Acts in my daily reading about that same time and, uh, I had already highlighted this verse, read it before and, and, and loved it. But when I came across it, I, I thought, you know, this, this, this really captures, um, what I feel like the Lord is, has called me to do. That is to die to myself and to be Christ centered, um, and to fulfill a, a ministry. Um, at that time I, I was you know, called to the ministry and I was looking, you know, I had, of course, the pie in the sky. Uh, understanding that, you know, I, I was going to do this and be, you know, pastor of, you know, a great mega church, you know, <laughs> that kind of thing. But, uh, <laughs> you know, really and truly, I just tried to, I tried to understand, you know, well, what would you have? But when I came across this verse, um, it, 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 it humbled me. And it, 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 talked about, it says, uh, but I'm not considering my life as any account of fear to myself. Um, I, 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 I hold all my relationships with an open hand. And you know my 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 life. Uh, I I don't reserve my life. I give my life freely. And it talks about just finishing the course and the ministry which I've received from the Lord. Um, it testifies solemnly the grace of God. And that's the that's the one driving uh, passion and uh, joy um, is that we would um, minister the gospel faithfully um, and for the glory of God. And that my life would not be. Uh, the center of, you know, I would not be the center, but Christ would be the center. He sets the course and I fulfill the course that he sets for me. And so I, I just, I, I realized, you know what, this is, this is, this is where I'm at. This is what the Lord has before
0: me. Awesome. 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 Well, and that's what I, I, I know about you is you're a disciple maker and, and you take guys who are in a place of brokenness you counsel them and you know restore them, not you, but the Holy Spirit working through you, and you're utilizing of God's Word. You take guys from this place of brokenness, God restores them, and then you teach them and disciple them so that they're transformed to move from not just being functional, which is great, but really becoming leaders, leaders in their homes. Of course, I know you're a church guy, so leaders in the church. And that's what I appreciate about you so much is it's not just about getting a guy to function well and to do well, but you want him to lead the the way God has has um, called him to lead and uh, and put that in there. And um, tell us a little bit about how you do that kind of thing. How do you take a guy from a really tough place and and instill in him uh, a of v- the value of becoming a disciple maker.
1: Well, uh, there, there's, there's several, several ways, uh, to carry about. But, you know, for me, um, you know, I, years ago when I was, when I was growing up and, uh, you know, growing up in the faith, that is, and, you know, again, reference back to my college days and, and thereafter, you know, I had kind of a very formal view of discipleship. And, um, I, I really thought discipleship was just sitting down Bible, you know, at the table or maybe a coffee shop and you've got somebody in front of you and you're, you're just kind of pouring into them and teaching them, you know? And I thought, you know, that, that was kind of the view of discipleship. And I don't know where I got that from, but I just kind of felt like, and that could be an element of it for sure. But meanwhile, I, uh, I really enjoyed just building relationships with people. And, uh, I, I don't, it's, uh, I can't help, but I'm, I'm kind of a, kind of a teacher at heart. And so I, I'm always, I'm always like my kids, you know, I'm always telling them and using illustrations about, you know, different things and, you know, they'll do something. I say, you know, that, that reminds us, you know, of how God loves us. And, you know, I'm always, so, but that just, that would bleed into my relationships. And, um, you know, as I began to mature, I I began to see, you know, that this is really discipleship. It's the life on life, um, ministry of, of the word day in, day out. And sometimes that's very formal, but most of the time it's, it's a, a gradual, it's a, it's a, you know, allowing people to, um, to see you in different situations and how you handle things and pouring into them and being there for them when they're going through different things. And, and so generally speaking, I began to understand that, that, uh, discipleship is, is, uh, is really a life on life. And it entails both teaching and training. In fact, in a lot of ways it's, it's, you know, it's really a great deal of, of training, um, as well as teaching, but a great deal of training. And, and here in our ministry, and, and of course in the more formal settings of, of recovery ministry, um, taking guys on relationally, coaching them through responsibilities that you give them. So I'm, I may have a guy that I, I look at and I say, you know, this guy would be really good, um, you know, with, with uh, maybe not in a, it may be really good in, in a sense of maybe helping, um, in this area or that area, but I'm just generically speaking, you know, and I have that guy. And so I kind of start to give him more responsibilities and I coach him through that and coach him through that. And the, the more he matures and develops and, into those, I just pour into him, you know, give him resources, websites, um, uh, to kind of, you know, uh, sermons and, and, uh, books he can read and, and then we'll go through. And, and so just kind of pouring into these guys, coaching and training, um, and, and bathing it all in prayer and spending time with men in, in prayer. Uh, I, I, I can't emphasize that enough. I, um, I've always been one who, um, you know, I've always, I've never had a lack of words for sure, but, I've always enjoyed prayer. I've always enjoyed spending time in prayer, and I have learned that and hearts uh, get really forged. Relationships make tight bonds uh, when brothers spend time in prayer. And so, um, so the men that I, I, I pour into, um, men that I really, um, and and others that I've had pour into me, um, prayer has always been a, a key component of disciple making as well. And through that we grow because as they grow I grow um and uh you know I I learn um I learn how to be a better disciple maker um I learn from past mistakes and um, I learn from you know from what they say there and a lot of these men go on to do, you know far greater things than than I'm doing may ever do and and I enjoy that in and, and in a setting like in, in here again like it uh, where I work currently in a formal recovery ministry. Um, that's what you want. You, you, you want, you want to pour into men and to, you know, to, and to, to help bring out, um, their giftedness to, to fruition on a level that, that they become leaders and that they begin to pour into others. And in the church setting it's it's really no different. I mean it's the same thing. You just pour life on life, you shepherd people, you love them, you pray with them, you spend time with them, and what you want is after they've modeled and you give them the responsibilities, they they in turn begin to um fulfill those responsibilities with quality and excellence. Um and then you give them more and more and then they they you know, they take that and and God and it continues to mature, mature them. So I, I would say, uh, short answer, you know, the life on life. Um, and then I would pour into them and give them slow, um, but gradual, um, responsibilities and coach them through that. And, I, and I'll tell you something else. Uh, it, it helps by finding, finding out what, what do men really enjoy doing? you know, some people don't enjoy counseling, but man, they, they, you know, they, they really help. I mean, they really enjoy serving, you know, they, they're, they're, they don't, you know, they don't enjoy other things. Some men really, you know, you just find out what they're, what, what they're really good at. Are they, are they, they really enjoy the administrative side of things? They, you know, they using their gifts in that. And, you know, and so um, I kind of, I look for that, look for what they enjoy doing. I look for what I see they're gifted at doing. And, uh, and then I, I tell you another, another way I, I do this is by helping them see, um, helping them see God's plan in, 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 in this. So as any good minister would do, you, you would kind of forecast where we're going in ministry or where we're going in, in a particular um, you know, whatever is at hand. So if you, if it's a student ministry, if you're a student pastor, you would kind of say, you know, I, I'd really like to see the youth group, um, get to this point, you know, and, or it's church or it's a program, you, you communicate, this is, this is kind of where we're going. Um, and you help, uh, lay out how we, how we want to do that. And then, you know, you, you pour into them and every step of the way you're with them. And uh, I did this when I was program. I was in programs. I uh, I had uh, I had a team, and I would take that team. And uh, I had out of the out of the whole team. I, I mean, I had <clears throat> I think like twenty seven, twenty nine direct reports, but I had the counselors and and the immediate um, men who who dealt with you know they dealt with all all the other stuff. So it wasn't just counselors. But I took those guys and I had a, a select group of about, um, six of those six or seven. And, uh, and I, and I poured into those men and we met weekly and we went through the IDBC, um, uh, uh, material, um, which is the level one and two for the ACBC, um, training. You know, in our that we talked about biblical counseling, talked about what it is, what it's not, talked about you know the difference between that and secular. And uh, and and really and truly, you know, one of those guys went on to be the co- uh, their, uh intake coordinator. Another went on to be a counselor, and uh, others you know went on to do other things. And so we kind of we kind of brought these men. Uh, disciple them and matured, you know, God matured, God discipled them, but he used to us. And that's the, that's the longer version.
0: <laughs> no, that's good. Well, you know, you emphasize life on life, meeting guys where they are, building in the foundation, you know, of scripture and teaching them. I mean, a lot of guys don't have any of that. And so you're building that in and helping them to understand just the the basics the god 101 theology 101 you know those kinds of uh basic instructions and then you're and then you're praying with them and you're teaching them how to pray which is so important depending upon god and trusting in god and learning to do that and and then uh and then the other things you mentioned i mean it's it's great and and one thing i appreciate about you in your giftedness you're good at seeing a guy's strengths and like you said his interests and in getting him to to function in that and to do that which which guys gain some confidence they 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 enjoy start to enjoy life they see purpose and meaning uh, more in their lives and so when you do that you're you're giving them a whole lot uh by by um by being gifted in your way you're finding ways to uh, deploy them into usefulness and, and in a way that they want to be mm. deployed. So I've always appreciated that b- about you and known that about you as you've been director of programs and and counseled men and and just worked with men over the years. You're good at, at seeing that. And that is a gift from the Lord. Um, well, tell us a little bit about uh, Kelly and your family. She's a gifted writer, I know. Well, she yes, yeah, far far more than I. <laughs> uh,
1: not even close. In fact, <laughs> she is uh, she's very gifted. So, I, I uh, this May uh, May fourth, we would have been married. Uh, I mean, we will be married eighteen years, and uh, we have four kids, and uh, and you know Lord has blessed us uh, in many ways. Um, Kelly is. A very gifted, um, she's very, very gifted, very talented, um, and, and, in many ways, uh, particularly in writing. And so I enjoy her when she writes and she has a blog, uh, it's called Unoriginal Truth. Um, I thought I'd throw that little, throw that yeah. in there, you know? Yeah. <laughs> That's, uh, it's Unoriginal Truth, it comes from C.S. Lewis's, uh, statement on You know, how there's nothing new under the sun. It's all truth, it's God's truth. And it always has been, you know. And uh we uh we have four kids and we have uh Noah, Hannah, um Andrew and Alex and um and we have two dogs and a cat and just a lot of crazy.
0: Yeah, kellytaylor.squarespace.com or unoriginal truth. It's how you can find her writing, and she is a gifted writer for sure. Um, you guys make a great team, brother.
1: Well, I, I thank you. Um, you know, we, we tend to marry uh, marry up, marry above <laughs> ourselves. <laughs> so she's very articulate. Well, we, we compliment each other um, in, in many ways, but I... I love my wife dearly. I'm, I'm so grateful what the Lord gave her to me. Um, and, uh, didn't say enough about that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, we get it. I mean, uh, any of us with a, with a, uh, a wife who is a blessing and, uh, and many and most are, I would say, I can't say all because I do counsel and, most men <laughs> are not always blessing as a husband to their their wives, so it goes both ways. Um, but we get it, right. and uh, I get it too, because I have one of those wives that's a blessing as well. Um, well, you're um, spending time discipling men, you're discipling children, you're pouring into your wife, she speaks into your life, and then I think are you still pastoring a, a, a small church? Well, or preaching? I was the
1: interim pastor. Okay. Yeah, I was I, that's right. I was I was interim pastor at this church in, in Pascagoula, and uh, we we were there and um you know, Lord Lord used us during our time there and uh, things were good but uh, they they you know, they I think they got a pastor now. Actually, I'm not really sure what, what, what they got, but we have, uh, joined up with, um, a church at the square, which is a, a church in, in Gauchet. It's about 15, 20 minutes out, outside of Bankley. Um, well, it's 15, 20 minutes from my driveway there. So <laughs> that's all I know, but it's, uh, just in, in this, this church is, um, is a, a good solid church um, that was planted. Um, Brian Celo is the pastor, and Brian is uh, a very gifted teacher. Very gifted, um, extremely. Um, I, I the, Lord, the Lord. He's really got a unique gift, and uh, he. I, I like him. He's very relational. Um, he, he's 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 got a, a shepherd's heart, and uh, and that comes out, you know, when he teaches. And so we, we had been visiting and we were ministering, uh, excuse me, we were, uh, going there, attending there on Wednesdays. And, uh, then when, when I made the transition, we just went ahead and came there and joined there. And so we've enjoyed getting, um, getting to know the church and being a part of the church and, um, and enjoying the ministry of the elders and, uh, and the ministry of, of Brian's teaching.
0: Well, that's what I know about you. You're a local church guy, and you want to disciple men in, in, a, in a rehab program, treatment program, whatever you want to call it. But you want to get them into the local church, and that, I appreciate that about you because it's, it's, it's such an important uh, facet of life that uh, these guys recognize that uh, they need the local church, and the local church needs them you know needs their gift giftings in there. Well, I um right. I could talk to you all day, brother. I thank you for being on the podcast today. This is just a little taste of Yogi Taylor, so we're going to have to have you back uh, down the road, okay?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me, Mark. It's been a blessing.
0: Yeah, well, thank you. And thanks to our listeners. I hope you'll join us next time when we talk about the hope of the gospel for the heart of addiction here on the Addiction Connection podcast.